Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of um, For The Most Part. This is your host Adriel alongside... Kemi. So welcome back guys, hope everyone's good out there. Hope you're all enjoying the content that we put out so far. And today we're going to feature Daniel Griffith. Yep, yep, yep. And well, we're going to jump right into it with Mrs. Heartbreaker. Nice. I see the way you broke my heart I see the way you left me lost and searching in the dark No, you didn't care about me You said I was just another crazy one That it was all pretend it wasn't love, but you loved me <laughs> I'm not crazy, I know you loved me And now you got me Looking like a fool, Mrs. Heartbreaker Got me bending rules just to see you I, I know you won't reply But I'll still call a thousand times To see you smile Hand me a letter in the courtyard Your eyes and shirt are stained with tears And... I can't read the scene, but I don't want to know what it means. You said you found your new lover somewhere else, and his arms are stronger than mine. You said you found your home now somewhere else, and I, well, I'm still sitting here just looking like a fool, Mrs. Heartbreaker. I broke all my rules just to see you I, I know you won't reply But I'll still call a thousand times Cause I don't mind looking like a fool Mrs. Heartbreaker I'll keep bending rules just to see you I, I know you won't reply But I'll still call like a million times Just to see you smile Alright guys, hope you all enjoyed the first one that was Mrs. Heartbreaker by Daniel Griffith. So, Kemi, I have some questions for you, right? Ooh, alright. Um, Daniel Griffith is more cover artist, right? From what I understand. What, how do you think that affects him in terms of, do you think doing covers puts you on oh. the map more or mm. does it take away from your originality? Is it Ooh. that everyone will know him just for covers, covers. and... Or what do you think? What's the pros uh, and the cons with that? Um, and that's a good question. I could comment using an example. For example, a lot of bands like Pentatonix, for example, they were known strictly as a cover band until people started realizing that, hey, they could write songs and they could arrange their own songs and they can sing their own songs. Mm-hmm. So does that take away from them? Maybe so, but mm-hmm. not necessarily. In Trinidad, I think doing covers is actually a good thing mm-hmm. because it, it, it puts you on your market a little more but that's just me um, I do think though that we shouldn't lose our original flavor in terms of what you like to write and sing mm-hmm. because then you're now being defined by a cover rather than yeah. being defined by your own, your own content yeah, yeah as you all mentioned pentatonics right yeah don't you think that how to put this they had a different a whole th- they brought something brand Different new to the game. game. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just covers, they brought something Thing. totally different. different. Mm-hmm. So you could still compare the two or no? 
Um, that's a good question. I think you could compare the two. Um, the reason being is that Pentatonix, when they first came out, mm-hmm. they were strictly a cappella, and then eventually they started moving more towards blending the instruments with the a cappella, yeah. which is something that is not new, but it's that they kind of put their stamp to it. Yeah, for sure. And then all of a sudden like PTX Volume 3 and the the last of the albums that they released mm-hmm. they started writing their own stuff so I mean I don't think now, now looking back at it I don't think they necessarily lost their identity mm-hmm. because Pentatonix yes is a cover band well they were a cover band but I think they, they got two different identities now when you look at live performances they're known for the excellent arrangements of people's yeah songs as well as their songwriting is tremendous mm-hmm. amazing songs can't disagree yeah so all right guys so we're gonna jump right into the second one when we were young our cover by daniel griffith Still sound like a song 
Welcome back. That was when we were young, a cover by Daniel Griffith. Mm-hmm. So, Kemi, another question. You know, I love questions. Right? <laughs> you and are you're the question the man. Expert, right? <laughs> yeah, so, you're the easy question man. All right. So, this question is: What do you think we can do? Mm-hmm. What maybe if it's incentives, what we could do to get our local artists to go back? To our roots, roots, to our culture. Ooh. Do you think we need to go back to our culture, or do you think this is more mainstream to get more on a global Ball scale? Level. Hmm. Um, and I mean, maybe we've touched on this on a couple of podcasts. Um, I feel like maybe an incentive might help that. Um, I would say so far, pan is the only thing that has really kept us local and identifying locally. Um, but on the flip side, Pan also seems to be losing some essence. I wouldn't say all of it. Should we incentivize? I think so. Should and and maybe it is because me as a, a music major and somebody who has been around on indie business and seeing everything that has happened, mm-hmm. um, I kind of feel like artists, yes, are moving more and more and more away from. Calypso, yeah, and I've and I've seen that personally in many shows. If you go to like a Kaiser Blue show or you go to some show, um, and and you know, and anybody turn on the private something, mm-hmm. they covering on a song from abroad. Yeah, there's a one song on the list that is a, a local song. Yeah, and it's probably one popular local song mm-hmm. that was back from the day. They even have much New of ones. the of the Kess and yeah. the Marshall and the whatever. So. Should we incentivize? Maybe. Maybe we give artists a cut or a percentage of... I was now going to ask, do you think that incentive should be monetary? Monetary or monetized. Um, it's possible. 
there's that possibility that it would encourage us to to be more accepting of ourselves locally um on the flip side i was actually just thinking that maybe what we need to do is your incentive is you get advertised in some media forum um and there's so many music tt um and cut and all of them there are always ways that we can um i guess get in touch with and help grow those different aspects yeah. of the, the local scene because mm-hmm. they are doing their job um, to recognize the artists. Mm-hmm. The question is now is if they recognize the work that the artists put out. Yeah. You know? So I guess in some ways we should consider some form of incentive. Mm-hmm. I am looking at the monetary because people need to eat. Yeah. The arts are a vastly underappreciated thing and I'm going to say it plainly and bluntly mm-hmm. because we live in that experience as we speak. Yeah. You know, this podcast is not it's it's not monetized. It's mm-hmm. for free. We do this for fun and we talk about the things that 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 are I guess you know, bothering our instincts a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, maybe we monetize. And uh-huh. If this monetary incentive comes from the government, do you think it could work back in their favor? Because if you look at it, carnival mm. brings in a lot of, of money. revenue. Yeah. And without Soka, there's no carnival. Nipa, true. So do you think making them, giving them the artists incentives mm-hmm. could push something global so maybe we could have like a bigger Calypso so, show so that other foreigners come in outside, outside of carnival to create more revenue and that, I think that would be a good thing now with COVID because we might name half carnival well, this year right. so when we are allowed to gather and have events again mm-hmm. to double up on those kind so, of events yeah, could yeah. bring in more money more revenue what do you think? That's a solid idea hands down um, I think we we could we could we could definitely buy into it um, mm. and honestly I think that that was the best way the way you said it was the best way because right now, as it stands, we're not we're not gonna have carnival, we're not gonna have panorama, we're not gonna have so many things mm-hmm. lined up for 2021. Um, well, at least until further notice. Yeah. So, like, when 2022 comes around, we need to be prepared yeah. and have ideas in place. And maybe that's something that we could ask um, one of our guests if you know in future podcasts mm-hmm. what they think. Um, because in some ways, I'm I'm willing to assume that they will. I mean, they will. They'll definitely look into it and take it to heart, because it's an opportunity for them to make money. Yeah, you know what I mean. Who do like that? <laughs> Who doesn't want to make money in in these, especially in these times? Mm. Um, and it's an opportunity to recover. I think so. Yeah. All right, all right. I like that. Alright guys, the next song is gonna be White Room by Jesse J, covered by Daniel Griffith. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sitting in a big white room alone, tilt my head back, feel the tears fall down. Close my eyes to see in the dark I feel young, broken, and so scared I don't want to be here anymore Want to be somewhere else Roaming free 
like I used to be But I have to stay in this big white room With little old me And now I'm going crazy I'm losing my mind I'm going crazy In this big white room of mine I'm going crazy I'm losing my mind I'm going crazy In this big white room of mine Sitting in a big white room alone Close the door, don't want the pain to come in Don't want the pain to come in, no, no Clench my fists and try to stay strong I cry, I feel sick My heart is beating, 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 beating Out of control Can I run or run faster than you? Feel my body again, feel the wind in my hair. Yeah, but I have to stay in this big white room because nobody else cares. Nobody cares. So I'm going crazy. I'm losing my. Everybody's looking at me, everybody's staring at me, so what do I do now? I smile, yeah. Everybody's looking at me, everybody's staring at me, what do I do now? Smile, yeah, yeah. in my mind I'm going crazy in this big white room of mine Thank you Alright ladies and gents that was white room um, covered by Daniel Griffith now just to briefly talk about him a little bit I, I like his style for sure um, and I think that focusing on the local artists really is kind of giving us some inside perspective in terms of what we could do to improve. Um, and a thought just came to me, Adri, which is what if we get, what if we encourage the government to incentivize in order to hit that Grammy level of um, of performance and recognition? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what do you think about that? Because I think that a lot of people just we, we're unaware of the ways of getting out there I guess um, and it remains to be this thing that you know is one and a few you know you have the Marshalls you have the Nylas you have the Kessers and the whatever so what do you think about that what do you think about if we find a way to propose to the government well hey if you invest X amount of money into the local business mm-hmm. um, you can get back X amount of 
in you know other in, 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 in other revenues in avenues, you know what, what do you think well I think that's what we need to do because mm-hmm. as you said to reach that level you need a lot of money you need yeah. money for marketing you need money for to hire extra dancers to, to get that level of production Shun. that we see on TV it's mm-hmm. money yeah so yeah. that is something we definitely need to look into if we want to reach past the borders of to f- up to China and Tobago yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know people might say soca is global but soca is global when? true carnival time carnival time yeah. there's so much more talent in Trinidad outside of that yeah that's true that's true well ladies and gents um, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast we are working diligently to bring you more content each week so please don't hesitate to check out our Facebook page or Instagram both are up and functioning our Patreon page also is up and running so if you want to become a member and assist this podcast in you know just getting more things and, and more information because those little things help the subscription is not free the equipment is not free the time is not free yeah everything costs a dollar and some and more so please feel free to just donate it could be as small as three dollars this is all in, in in u.s currency um that's just how the patreon page is set up so please don't hesitate you can contact us to find out more if you prefer to to assist the podcast privately you can send us a message we are um, at for the most part podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, outside of that we'll see you on the next one be safe guys <laughs>